We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which we record this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to Indigenous Elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to any First Nations people who are listening today. Sovereignty has never been ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Okay, Andy. Yes. Uh, forgive me, I have to start this episode by doing something. Oh, we're not very doing an necessary. intro or anything? Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, before I can do an intro, I need to do something for myself first. <clears throat> okay. Self care. Energy. Energy. <laughs> Energy. Love everyone. What, what are we, what? Energy by Beyonce, not featuring <laughs> Khalees. oh my god topical topical no i need to give myself the boost of energy i need to talk about this episode of rupaul's drag race down under because holy shit i got some things to say (laughs) something to say do you have things to say andy from the shops i have a lot to say Woo! then let's get into it hello queers and queer allies everyone who loves this stupid tv show we love this (laughs) is not another drag race podcast i am your host reese Yet fucking again. I mean, it's been almost, I want to say, nearly 100 episodes. Who knows? At this point, if you don't know, that's, this is the tea. This is the tea. My wow. name's Reese. Congratulations. Am I here for the 100th episode? I honestly don't know. Let's just <laughs> pretend I am. Yay. We're getting there soon. Do, do you want to be invited for the 100th? <laughs> the honor of it all. Yeah, well, you were sure. on my first episode. You should be on the 100th, I think. So. You should do like a montage of like, congratulations on your 100th episode, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can do a little speech. Like, oh, that gives me flashbacks to the first uh, finale of Australian Idol when they like had guests record messages for the top two, but they had no idea who the top two were. I can't believe you remember this. Oh, it was in my brain because Kelly Clarkson was like, oh my God, congratulations to the top two. I'm like, <laughs> you don't know who they are. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so uh, Idol's coming back. I'm not a fan of Idol. Okay, we'll talk about that later. I just... Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Andy has already pissed me off actually quite a lot already with his opinions. I just wasn't recording everyone. Yeah, I'm luckily still in the room. Like, (laughs) I was about to be kicked out just before. Yeah, you really pushed it with your uh, opinions on Candy Muse. I'm just going to leave it at that. And if you are wondering why we were talking about Candy Muse, mind your own business. Dun, dun, dun. Someone looks at Reddit. Um, (laughs) No, as you can guess probably by the title of the episode you just clicked on. My guest today is not uh, only a... Oh, you're just going to introduce yourself? Okay, that's no, fine. You no, go no, for, that's no, go fine. for it. I want to hear my no, intro. It's fine. You've been here enough. It's, I want to hear my intro. Okay, good. Because I worked really hard on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, of course, our deep friend of the pod. As I said, he's been with us from the very beginning. He's not only a super fan of drag, he's a super appreciator of drag as an art. He uplifts our queer artists like no one else on the Melbourne scene. You can catch him... DJing at any upcoming gig with Pop Chops. He is, of course, Andy from Pop Chops. Woohoo. Okay, thank you. That was beautiful. Oh, you Loved it. Loved it. Can we just quickly talk about this? Talk about what? The fucking Pop Chops gigs that are coming up in September. Oh, can we please? Oh, my God. What yes. the fuck? Not only are Pop Chops gigs just so much fun, Melbourne and Sydney are happening. Yes. And we have a very special guest, uh, Ms. Rebecca Black. The Rebecca Black. The Rebecca Black. Previously of Friday fame. Now she's- Previously of Friday fame? Well, I mean, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's ongoing, but um, she's recently released an EP. I don't know if you listened to it called Rebecca Black is here. Um, and Great it's, title. Yeah. And it's in sort of like the Charlie XCX PC music vein. It's very, very nice. cool. She's reinvented herself. She's all grown up and it's going to be fucking sick. 
I'm not going to yeah. lie. It's going to be amazing. So, yeah, that is 3rd of September here in Melbourne. That one's almost sold out. There's less than 50 tickets left. Oh, geez. Uh, Sydney as well, selling fast. Uh, that is on the 9th of September, which is a Friday, 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 <laughs> um, at Metro Social in Sydney. So grab your tickets while they're still around because I think they're both going to sell out, which is going to be awesome. That is awesome. I mean, it's understandable. We've also got amazing drag acts. So including somebody Yay. that we're going to be talking about today, Aubrey Have. Aubrey will be at the Melbourne show. Yep. Amazing. So oh. that's very exciting. Can you like set aside two tickets for me while we're... <laughs> Do you have that we'll power? Talk, we'll talk. Do you have that power? Of course. <laughs> uh, it's good to have mates in high places. <laughs> um, so high. Yeah. And who knows? Soon you might be able to say that about me. Mm. Mm. News, dun, dun, dun. news that we can't talk about yet. Um, oh, okay. We're not breaking. Gosh, I hate being one of those people who are like, um, uh, what is it? Secret project. Something exciting. Working on a secret project. Uh, sh- I hate myself too. It's fine. If you stopped listening right now, I totally understand. You know, that's the most annoying thing for any artist to be like, Coming soon. It's like, how, how soon is soon, <laughs> Rihanna? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're out there listening to the pod. <laughs> oh my God, yes. One of our biggest fans. Um, <laughs> while she's at the, at the Fenty Beauty offices, she pops on <laughs> Australia's number one RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Andy, uh, this is the first time you're on the pod uh, since the All-Stars or Winners season wrapped. I need to ask you, first and foremost, thoughts on the ending. I mean, come on. <laughs> we all know that that was... Come on now. We all, come on now. We all know that last episode was um, a flub, but Jinx deserved to win. She did. She didn't deserve to win the lip sync. No, she didn't. She deserved to win the season as a whole. Actually, I was I was um, watching like some stupid tea channel today while I was working oh, from home. God, I love them. <laughs> and they were saying that apparently Monet had this whole bit that she did with like pulling out lipsticks. The lipsticks, yeah. yeah. And one had Jinx's name on it. She had the top four on... Lipsticks. Right. And then she used it to actually apply lipstick and that was just completely cut out. So, I mean, I honestly do think that um, Shea Coulee and Monet probably both did beat Jinx in the lip syncs, but I'm still Mm. happy Jinx won. So Because she deserved it. Yeah, she did. And it shouldn't all be based on one lip lip sync. Hello, Sasha Valua versus... Oh, come on. Oh, not come on. Really? Yeah, I'm going to put this on my gravestone. I'm going to, yeah. Any peppermint one? I will die by this. No, I think Shea Coulee won. Oh. Well, it should have won the season. <laughs> See? Now, this is the thing. At what point do the lip sync Lala Perusa Smackdowns for the crown uh, matter and when do they not? But then Sasha Velour taking off her wig and revealing rose petals was like one of the most iconic moments ever. One of the most iconic. So, I don't know. What can you do? What can you do other than just complain on the internet? Exactly. Which is what we do Or rant on the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello, internet. No, I'm um, Shea massive fan, so... Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, while we're on the subject, I was going to bring this up later anyway because we need to have... Guys, Andy from Pop Chops is here. We need to have a, to- a talk about pop music. Girl, Shea Coulee's new song, not... I mean, Your Name is Great, the one she performed on the... Uh, uh, show. The show. The Janet Jackson-esque Yes, the uh, uh, variety show win that she deservedly had. Yes. Whether it was worth three stars, that's another story. Um, she released a new song this week called Let Go. Yes, I did listen to it. I, it and they has, have a conjoined video. Yeah, I thought Let Go In Your Name is a really weird title for a song. But, Let Go, um, Your Name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to tell you, it has fast become one of my favourite Rugo songs I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I actually, I really like Shay's music. I liked her like old, old EP from like years ago as well. There was like one. Oh yeah, Kool-Aid. Yeah. Was, was that the one with the cocky on it? 
Yes. I love Cocky. Yeah, Cocky with um, the Vixen. The Vixen before, she, before she was even on Drag Race. Incredible. Um, and there was like a Carly Rae Jepsen-ish type song on there too, which I really liked. Um, and you know what? She's not predictable. Like she's not, she's like mixing it up. She's singing, mm. she's rapping, she's going through a bit of like an 80s like synth style. Yeah. And it works for her. Yeah. It and really does. joining the Marvel Universe. I mean. Oh my gosh, she's going to be an Ironheart. Hello, Shay icon. I really hope it's an actual part and it's not just uh, a press release being like, uh, this drag queen's going to be on our show. Isn't that amazing? Inclusivity. When she's in like one second. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've said she's a recurring character. Perfect. And okay. she's playing a character who I believe is female in the comics. Amazing. Which is really, really cool. I'm really, really excited. Cool. That is I very actually, cool. Do you know what? I've kind of checked out of the Marvel Universe. I was a Marvel geek for a hot <laughs> minute. Um, just there's too much. Like there's just like too much content now. Thanks, but I will yeah, ch- I, I will check back in for Shea Oh, for sure. I, I can't keep track these days. I'm like, I'm like you. I'm like, yeah. oh, so She-Hulk is happening. I think once the TV shows started, I was like, I can't keep up with all these TV shows. I really liked um, WandaVision, obviously. That was for yeah. the days. Um, <laughs> another one came out and then there was another one. And yeah, I'm like, oh. I, I definitely tuned into WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I got rid of Disney Plus after that because I just didn't use it enough. <laughs> I mean, I'm busy. I have like 12 seasons of Drag Race and then <laughs> I've got to rewatch the episodes over and over as well. So yeah. Exactly. She's and a busy girl. <laughs> I'm not even watching all of the Drag Race that's happening in the world right now because I legitimately don't have time. What? I know, I know. What, which one are you not watching? Uh, France. Okay, I've been I've been half watching France. Oh, well, I've heard there's no point because you can't watch the fucking lip syncs anyway. You, a lot of the lip syncs you can't watch, yeah. Uh, um, what, okay, World of Wonder. Have you heard of international copyright? The weird thing is they're not sort actually, they're not like massive songs either. Like I was looking at what the actual songs were and I hadn't hmm. heard them before. So worldwide exposure would probably be a good thing. Tea. No? Yes, because we should be supporting local music scenes anyway. Like, mm. finally, we are on Down Under with Aussie music. Finally. Oh. Not a RuPaul song, can you believe? Not, I, not I'm That Bitch. I've got to say, two for two so far. Like, yes. my favorite Kylie song is Get Out of My Way. So, Chookers for that. And fucking Chrissy Amphlet, Divinals, amazing. I touch myself. I've wanted to be a lip sync song on Down Under specifically since it was announced. Iconic. So, props to anyone All who could that. understand that. Agree. <laughs> you made a good point. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I can't. I can't recommend Shay's new song enough. Let goes, and the video is incredible too. She yes. looks. She looks so good. She's bringing choreography. Choreo. The house. Now, before we get to a music moment, I also have to ask. That was a music moment, but another, well, another okay. one. <laughs> we'll come back to it because I need to ask you about Beyonce. Um, are you watching Canada? Yes. Okay. Now, as everyone knows, we're not covering Canada season three on the pod because, as I said, life is hectic for one Mr. Reese right now. So um, I don't really have the time or the energy. Um, but, girl, do you know how fucking pissed I am that one of the hottest contestants I've ever seen in my life on Drag Race got eliminated fourth? Chaos. Oh, yes. I am so turned on by chaos. <laughs> go to go to his Instagram because there are some there are some shots on there. I'm like, oh, he's on a beach. Oof. Okay. Oof. I haven't like delved fully into Canada, but um yeah, Chaos was pretty cute. Um but I will say Fierce Alicious is like one of my favorite queens okay, we need to talk of about all this. time. We need to talk about so this. far. We need to talk about She this. is just bringing it. Like she's making the whole season watchable to me. The the you drama. Know, you know what's amazing about this? Yeah. No. This is the least surprising news I've ever heard come out of your mouth. <laughs> well, you know, I love Gia Gunn. So you like, do love Gia Gunn. Like a shit stirrer who like knows exactly what they're doing is like right up my alley. And Fergal- yeah. 
Fecalicious. Ah! Fecalicious. <laughs> Definition. <laughs> she knows exactly what she's doing every step of the way. Like this ep- this most recent episode, she wasn't in the top or the bottom. So I was like, fuck, we won't get like a runway moment because she always brings like something yeah. ridiculous to the runway, <laughs> the conversation. But backstage, she still made it about her. They weren't she's even still, fighting about her, but she was like butting she's in. She's still fine. Yep. And she like, turned well, it didn't around. she start the episode being like really depressed and they were laughing at how depressed she was because it just <laughs> seemed so insincere? Yes. And did you see when Chaos got eliminated, her facial expressions? She no. even made that about her. Oh, I'll God. rewatch it. She's like stomping around. Like, yeah. There's some tea there that's coming up. I'm oh, guessing. don't tell me they hooked up. I guess. Oh, fuck that's off. What it, that's As what if, it looked like. No. Okay. This is. Uh, I know I'm sounding like a thirsty fucking bitch on the pod lately with my uh, being unable to say the name Yuri guy without immediately following it. Please fuck me. But uh, of all the people, Fierce Alicious, fuck off. No, um, I love, no, I will I will concede this point. Miss Fierce Alicious is literally made for reality television. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. She's, yeah, she's everything to me. If Shangela is a professional television professional, Miss Fierce Alicious needs to be given, she's the Vanjie of... Of Canada, I think. She's, she's giving what Gia Gunn was giving in that she's so quotable. Like nearly everything she says, you could go back and rewatch and just be like- Which yeah, I also concede, yeah, you all know how I feel about Gia Gunn, but bitch can knows how to make iconic quotes. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't even realize it. We really don't. Actually, one slipped into my like lexicon and I didn't even realize. I can't remember what it was though, but I was at work and I was like, oh shit, that was a Gia Gunn quote. <laughs> Speaking of iconic quotes, I think we got one in this episode. Actually, we'll wait because it was at the very end. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> but no, we can't move on until we talk just for a few minutes, everyone. And, you know, all the queers listening, I think you're going to appreciate this conversation. Beyonce, Beyonce, Renaissance, what's the vibe? I mean, it is giving me everything I needed of this year. I don't even know if I need anything else this year. But, I mean, there's there's more to come. But um, it's Fucking amazing. I love it. It's like ever since it came out, just on repeat, on repeat, on repeat, on repeat. She's now my second most listened to artist on Spotify. (laughs) After Charlie XCX, she's knocked Kylie off her spot. So Damn. Do you know what I was thinking? I think this is exactly what Beyonce needed to like complete her discography. She needed more club bangers and she gave us a full album of them. So end to end. End Like it's fucking It is one of those albums, as you said, You, you can listen to it on repeat. Absolutely. And, and not get tired of it. Yeah. I think it's I think it's so replayable as well because the songs are so totally. detailed. They're not all immediate. Like every, there's sort of like some slow burns in there as well mm. and some that like will come to your attention like after a few listens. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's- um, I'm like that it's with a, a lot of albums. I think. Yeah, it is a masterpiece for sure. Um, yeah. If it doesn't win album of the year. Oh no, Adele released hers this year too. Yeah, but it's already like faster selling than Adele's. Yeah, but the Grammys love Adele. Let's just, I mean- Let's just pray. Let us let us pray. I think even Adele, after what after beating her last time when she won over Lemonade, I yeah. think we all know Adele wants Beyonce to win too. So I th- yeah, I think it's Beyonce's time for it sure. It is. Renaissance is is fantastic. I bought the vinyl. Yes, me too. <laughs> me too. And thirty is it thirty or thirty one? Was it thirty? Thirty two? What? <laughs> What's Adele's album called again? Thirty. Thirty. Um, thirty wasn't that great. I'm not gonna lie. It mm. was okay. Adele doesn't need to be incredible anymore. She's done it. She's done what needs to be done. I think. She, yeah, I mean, she did what needed to be done with like 25. Yeah. 26? <laughs> <laughs> Can't even keep track of the ages anymore. I don't know. But um, um, I mean, that album was pretty flawless. So yeah. can we also just have a moment for, while we're talking about queers, all things queer, 
the remix that was just released of Break My Soul and Vogue. The Queen's remix. The Queen's remix. When I say it made me horny, (laughs) 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 it's it's so fucking good. Like Madonna and Beyonce had to happen one day and it couldn't have happened in a better way. I mean, the original Vogue, you know, the Greta Garbo and Monroe, it didn't mention a single black artist. Mm. And Beyonce has just shouted out like all Every. of her icons. Like <laughs> yeah. it's it it gives what needed to be give, given. Oh, a thousand percent. Um, I completely agree. And that's why when I saw it trending on Twitter, I was like, hang on, what's all this about? And then I gave it a listen and was like, Jesus, yes. motherfucking Christ. I mean, Santa Gold. Yes. I mean, that brings me so much joy, Santa Gold. And the fact that you mentioned Grace Jones twice. Yeah, I, th- I think actually she sneaks it in three times. <laughs> good, <laughs> Grace Jones. It's so good. Um, the only thing I was wondering, if Khalees would have been in the song, if that no, whole drama wouldn't Khalees have happened. Khalees is literally just a one-hit wonder. No, I think Khalees would have been on there. No, she wouldn't. It's a shame. No, she wouldn't. Come on, everyone shut up. <laughs> Do you think Azalea would have been tea. on there? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um <laughs> Do you know what I do appreciate though? And this is what pissed me off. This was trending on Twitter because of the whole uh, strong black woman shout out in, in the song. Loved it so much. Loved even more that as the song continued, the she started dropping the names of some of the most legendary houses in the history of ballroom culture. Very cool. No one's talking about that though. Oh, I was gagging for that too. I was gagging when she started. I was like, oh, oh, oh my gosh, she's... Yeah, like uh, this. Uh, hello, in case you don't know, the whole reason Madonna was able to make a song about voguing and call it Vogue is because of the dance movement that began in ballroom culture in New York City by some of the houses that fucking Beyonce just name dropped in that song. Exactly. So well, people actually thought she invented voguing at the time, which is God classic. I mean, it, it's actually not a good look in retrospect that she only shouted out white people on that song when she actually had. Yeah, basically stolen voguing from black culture. How do you think that must have been for uh, people? Like, uh, uh, again, all I have for reference because I'm a young, young, I'm 31. If that's young, call me young. But um, I'm a white cis gay boy from Melbourne, Australia. I'm not as well versed on New York City's uh, ball culture because I wasn't alive then and I wasn't there. I can only go by documentaries like Paris is Burning and of course Pose, which is an incredible series. How do you think it would have felt? Because you're right. I fully agree with you. Mm. Do you think they didn't even click because they were like, this is still recognition that we never dreamed of? You mean when they heard it now? Yeah. Well, no, when they heard it the first time, they didn't even click that it was all like white people she's naming or I don't know. anything like that. I mean, if you believe Pose, they were kind of happy that it was becoming yeah, more they mainstream were, and more yeah. well-known. Um, Isn't that weird? Because these days it's almost, people always love when situations like that happen to be like, oh, you're appropriating for your own... Yeah, I mean, I guess... It's a spinnable thing. Appropriation has definitely become, like, you know, more well-known now and more sort of avoided, I guess. Like, back in the day, you mm. could, people would just, like, steal from other artists. But um, <laughs> Blatantly. And that's one of the theories about... Sweet Symphony. <laughs> just going back to... Be, well, we were talking about Beyonce. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the theories about these three acts. Like, somebody said um, recently that the second act is going to be country music and the third act is going to be rock music, which all originated with black, black people. Black artists, yeah. And then went, you know, to white... Yeah, major artists basically. So one of my favorite things is like uh, people just mentioning that country music was born from uh, black artists in the South um, from uh, uh, people who were slaves because it makes white conservatives so angry because <laughs> mm. it's their favorite thing in the world. I mean, <laughs> country music feels like the whitest thing. Like when you look at the country music scene yeah. and like people like Lil Nas 
you know, getting booted out of the country charts and that kind of thing. Oh, so stupid. <laughs> I know. I'm just... It'd be cool just to see Beyonce doing it better than like every other artist. Oh yeah, she already <laughs> did with um Daddy Daddy, Daddy issues. issues. Yeah, yeah, it was incredible. It and was still to this day that performance with the Dixie Chicks was one yeah, of that's right because she was also booted off the country charts, wasn't she? Until the Dixie Chicks were involved. Or oh, sorry, the Chicks. The Chicks were involved. Our fault. Sorry. Yeah. Um. No, I. It, it was um ridiculous that they the CMA Awards had that performance up on YouTube and then they had to take it down because of backlash from conservative. Uh, audiences who didn't like the Dixie Chicks being on stage because of all the bullshit they had to go through. Because they changed their name or? Oh, no, because, because of, the, of uh, the Donald Trump stuff. Or was no, it Bush? the Bush stuff. Bush, exactly. Yeah. This was f- almost 20 years ago, but people still hate the Chicks over uh, saying that they hated George Bush. <laughs> like cause the country music scene literally cancelled them before cancelling was even a thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, And I they actually seen. did get cancelled, by the way, people. Like, they fully were disowned by the country scene and they had to win Grammys to be appreciated. Legendary, honestly. If, yeah, they didn't win any more country music awards. They weren't invited back. They, did, weren't, they didn't even tell people they were performing with Beyonce that night. Good, keep your fucking awards. Exactly. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so much to talk about this fucking episode of Down Under. I, I, know the, I know the audience love a good queer chat and giggle fest, especially about... Uh, incredible queer things like Beyonce's new album, <laughs> but Andy from Pop Shops, let's talk. You got it. You got to give it to me. Seeing Faux Fur go home first. What were your thoughts? Oh, I was devastated. I love Faux Fur. Yeah, she. I've worked with her in Sydney. I consider her a friend. Like we know each other, sort of. You know, here and there, we don't live in the same city, obviously. But mm. I just would have loved to have seen more of her. Yeah, I actually saw her um, at Drag Expo on the weekend, and she punched me, and it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Because I introduced her to my partner and she was like, partner, it was meant to be me and you. And then she just like smacks me and then just like gets her bag and then starts whacking me with her bag as well. I was just like. Okay. First of all, hate that I wasn't there for that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I Yeah, I didn't get to go to Drag Expo on the Saturday because I was um, insanely sick and that pissed me the fuck off because yes, I bought VIP tickets back in 2019. No, it was not worth it um, (laughs) for what it was in the end. Um, But I did go on the Sunday. I got to meet. Uh, I, all the season two gals actually um, that were there, except for Fofo. She wasn't there on the Sunday. Oh, wasn't no. She flew to Brizzy <sighs> on the bugger. Sunday. Bugger, bugger, bugger. Well, Beverly Kills was there, and she had a gig that night in Brizzy. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I don't know. Fo just left early, I guess. Well, shout out Beverly Kills. I know you're listening, and that's the first time I've ever said that on this podcast and meant it. Because <laughs> Beverly, thank you so much for your incredibly kind words. Uh, not only gave us a shout out uh, on the Insta, commented on our stuff, fully got to meet her at Drag Expo, and she introduced me to her uh, booth assistant, saying, "This is Reese. He hosts that the podcast, not another Drag Race podcast, and it's hilarious." And a part of me just like passed out at that point. I was like, "Oh my god, that's pretty cool." One of the girls not only loves what we do, but like can obviously can take it. Like she can handle hearing people talk about the show, which you know it's it's a touchy subject for a lot of queens doing the show. You got to have thick skin. You do, um, as Art Simone said on Twitter last week. Get off Twitter. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, you know, if you can stand the heat, I mean, there's no heat though. That's the thing. We're, we're loving these girls. Like there's really not a lot to like bring down. Like this, this is a fantastic cast of queens. You know, like when I watch RuPaul's Drag Race, like I'm always like watching it every single, you know, when it drops. But when it's Australia, I am like fucking there. I am like ready. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually been watching these at Molly's like at five. Um, but it's, it's like my bread and butter. Like I love the down under season. 
Yeah. I, I think they're so good. Even, I mean, the last one I know it was like janky and there was a lot of controversy <laughs> and, you know, there was a lot of problematic stuff going on there. World but I was, I was still loving it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was too. And I think, um, yeah, w- again, we pride ourselves on this pod here, uh, not another Drag Race podcast, if you didn't know that's the title, um, by being, as we said, we want to uplift uh, incredible drag artists. We are reacting to a TV show. At the end of the day, what we see on a TV show is what we're reacting to. And the people producing this TV show can do some dumb fucking shit. True. And I will like preface like, if there's like any kind of like, this person did well, this person didn't do well. It's what we've been shown on it's the TV show. literally what we've been shown. And not necessarily what went down. And we can question it. We, I, I do question it. I Same. <laughs> of all the episodes to question shit, I think this is the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's been a few. There's been a Ooh, few. Well, Episode two of last season was Snatch Game. And that was, was that Snatch Game? Yeah, it was. And that was very questionable. Like <laughs> what they showed, what I heard actually really happened. Anyways, let's not let's not digress. Oh, we can talk. Hey, <laughs> we weren't on the show. We don't have NDAs with World of Wonder. We can talk about it if you all want to talk about it. <laughs> let's just say they, they made the people they wanted to look like they'd done well look like they'd done well. Yep. And the people that they wanted to boot off, they made it look like they'd done, bad, done badly. Yep. That's all I have to say. That wasn't a tongue pop. That was a clock. I'm sorry. A clock? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. New drag term, clock. <laughs> Boots the house down, clock. Um, I, uh, what do you make, by the way, of the interesting thing that happened last week? From the get-go, it was a, a an interesting storyline with... Older queens versus younger queens. Forced or bleh? Uh, it was absolutely forced. Thank you. <laughs> it was definitely forced. But, um, I mean, ageism does exist. Oh, yeah, absolutely. On the drag scene, I think especially. Yeah. Because it's more prevalent, obviously, with women than men. And then mm. naturally that also goes to drag as well. Um, Unfortunately, but yeah. The, and I did watch the first episode a couple of times. That whole altercation type scene was really Edited. not... Um, a thing like um, Aubrey said something along the lines of I think Minnie said uh, I call myself vintage and Aubrey goes I would retro. say retro which isn't any harsher than vintage it's not in fact it's a lot softer than vintage and then it they is. played this noise <laughs> <laughs> to make it seem like it was a shady comment but I was like she really didn't say anything disrespectful she didn't and I, I mentioned that last week the, the fact that she said that and they immediately cut to a face of Minnie just looking offended yeah if I was like, I consider myself vintage and somebody was like, I'd call it retro. I'd be like, lol. Like that. That's, that's literally not. I mean, it's actually, I think a better, better yeah, vintage. Same. <laughs> exactly. Vintage means old. Retro is like a style. Yeah. It so, means you're cool again. Exactly. So yeah, nah, that was fake. That it was, was It totally was. And you know what? Uh, we'll say it again. We not only love uplifting uh, queens in general, because- as fans of drag and fans of the art form and queer artist period, it's just easy to do that. It's easier to do that than find reasons to bring them down. Mm. So again, just a reminder for everyone listening, especially our Aussie audience, which is not surprisingly a majority of our audience. um, We're not anything we say that might be like, Oh, I didn't like this or whatever. We're not coming for anyone. We're not trying to bring them down. We're just, again, we're reacting to what we saw on this TV show and this TV show got a TV show. You know what I mean? This TV show got a TV. Okay, got it. Got it. Oh, sorry. It, was- <laughs> it clicked. It clicked. It's, um, it's TVing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just going to beat people to the punch. I've got no right to be criticizing drag queens. I don't fucking do drag and I couldn't. So hats off to all of them. Well, um, maybe, maybe if Willem listens to the pod, he'll love you more than he loves me. I mean, let's just <laughs> say that. 
Sorry, I, I need to stop bringing that up, don't I? It's fun though. It's fun to mention that Mo- whole little moment in thing. the sun. It- <laughs> <laughs> I might drop it randomly, just like while I'm promoting the podcast on social media. I'll be like, well, if unlike Will and Bally, you actually enjoy hearing <laughs> cis white gay boys talk about drag, um, which is ironic because he literally gives jobs to cis white gay boys who are fit and attractive to talk about drag and produce drag shows. Anyway. You um, can work it into like your tagline or something. <laughs> Not endorsed by Willem. <laughs> so literally. Hated by Willem. <laughs> no, he, no, Willem fully, like we left that conversation, like he was smiling and like, oh my God, like he, he loved that I appreciated the Melbourne Queen so much. So I, I'm just loving the concept of Willem Belli having a problem with us, okay? <laughs> and like I said earlier, things are happening here in the space of the this brand so maybe i'll have a bit more good graces in willem's <laughs> watch this space i'm literally only doing things to get in willem's good graces <laughs> i just want willem to like me no fuck <laughs> off um we'll find out next year at dragon um, <laughs> that's the next podcast the journey to make willem like <laughs> <laughs> of all the queens to seek validation from <laughs> yeah. Like Gia Guns next. Uh, <laughs> um, no, uh, back on the Mini Cooper thing, I thought it was hilarious that we started this episode with her being like, I just want to clear the air with Aubrey. What air? What? What? Do you know what it is? It what? is Tell a me. breath of fresh air after watching All Star 7 to actually have conflict? drama and conflict <laughs> happening and people being real. And I like that about the Aussie Queens. Like they are, I mean, even though the drama is forced, um, <laughs> but they're pretty raw. Do you know what I mean? They're not really oh, censoring yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah. And they're not, too concerned with how they're appearing. I'm sure that there's some of that factoring in as well. But yeah, they are being honest and raw. So I'm liking it. Yeah, I don't I don't hate it. That's for sure. Because again, hello everyone, if you're listening during season 14. I loved talking about the diabetes <laughs> shit. Yeah, you I know. loved talking about let's, the diabetes shit. Let's not shit. have a fight. I mean, we're just <laughs> starting the podcast. You know, I love diabetes. <laughs> I know, but I was reacting to what I saw on the TV show. <laughs> true, very Do I true. hate her? Absolutely not. I would kill to see her live. They're touring in November. <laughs> Do I have the money to see them right now? Absolutely not. But <laughs> that's a question for ITD. Um, I thought it was interesting that when Minnie Cooper was like, uh, wanted to clear the air, she was like, I just feel like there was, a, you might've been hurt by what I said. And Pamara was like, well, you know, Aubrey, like it was odd that you were, you know, it felt weird because you were like critiquing her outfit. And I'm like, is it really that big a deal? Don't queens read each other just all the time? It was a really interesting apology because she said something like, I know I said I didn't like her outfit and I just want to clarify, I don't personally like the outfit. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought it was ill-fitting. I was just like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've doubled down. You've just doubled down on what you said before. You're making it worse. Exactly. Backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. Like Aubrey was literally like, I don't really care. I forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah, That was was yesterday's news. (laughs) I mean, if someone, like, but but if someone, if Minnie was like reading her and she was like, oh, I'm going to clap back, even with like a tiny little read, that wasn't a big deal. Hello. Isn't that just what we all do as human beings? Mm. I suppose, I suppose like they've just met each other. So they're still, you know, feeling each other out. Oh. So maybe she didn't want to start off on a bad note. Oh, I totally um, get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was good to bring it up. I just, the apology, it didn't need to be a huge deal. It didn't need to be a huge deal. She could have just said, look. So did the one later, but we'll get to that too. Yeah. Mm. Look, it's a pressure cooker. Um, and I'm sorry that I read your outfit and hurt your feelings. But I did yeah. like Aubrey saying something like, you know, I worked hard on it and I think it's natural to be um, offended by a comment like that. 
and that's kind of it. Like it is. <laughs> oh, completely. And if I, honestly, if I was in Aubrey's situation, I probably would have done the exact same thing she did. Mm. So, um, and I also would have spent the next day being like, why is this a problem? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, whatever. Luckily but, for Aubrey, <laughs> uh, another confrontation was coming to take the exactly. heat off that one. <laughs> but I mean, it did come up later uh, when they mentioned, uh, well, let's get into it. The fact that fucking RuPaul enters the workroom. Can you believe he's there? Is he? Uh, <laughs> I mean, only the queen could ever know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest part of the NDA that will last <laughs> 90 years. <laughs> uh, yeah, RuPaul entered the workroom and said, hey, we're going to do a little thing where we give people titles and Molly Poppins is oh, going to decide. I love this. Because I, she I won the this. challenge last week. <laughs> now, tell me, Andy, if you were given this... Uh, this best- Bestowed Whoa. by this honour. Well, I just was about to combine the words bestowed and prestigious as prestigious. prestigious. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, still have a sleeping disorder. Things aren't great in my brain. <laughs> but my new my new uh, V refresh hasn't done the job yet. Um, by the way, tastes great. Highly recommend <laughs> if anyone likes V. Um, greatest competition. GC, good cunt. Good cunt. <laughs> Go on, you spanky. <laughs> Um, greatest competition. Who would you have given that to? Who's the, who's the front runner? Um, well, based on the challenges and looking at the runways, performances, and sort of just like how much airtime they're getting, I would say Hanaconda. Thousand percent agree. Yes. Yes. I would say Hanaconda as well. Um, but Yuri Guy was what uh, Molly decided was greatest competition. I also understand because I think, fierce. I think Molly was... 100% going on that first challenge, mm. which I think is actually quite a good strategy because you can really just blame the judges and say, well, this is what they said to you. This <laughs> is what they said to you. So I kind of like that yeah. idea. And as we all agreed last week, Yuri probably should have won last week. No worries. Yeah. yeah. Um, and <laughs> if she was being strategic, she's pretty smart. No, oh, yeah, completely. I, I, I totally don't uh, dispute it. Um, and I know that my opinion on this carries so much weight, but um, daggiest drag. Was given to Spanky. <laughs> I mean, I think Spanky would probably have given that to herself <laughs> after that first challenge. So fair enough. Well, the, yeah, I would give it to the queen who doesn't wear pants or tights. <laughs> <laughs> Daggy? Yeah. <laughs> I love that not only does she not wear pants, but she's actually making that her trademark now. Like yeah. that is a Spanky outfit. Like if you walk into a club with no pants on. <laughs> is that her You're version of the, um, the manila silver streak in her hair? <laughs> yeah. Spanky just doesn't wear pants. Just no pants. <laughs> or tights. Um, oh, no, she did on the runway. That's exciting. Um, you beauty. I mean, Queen Kong, for sure. Also, I would agree. I know that you have the hots for Yuri Guy, who's also a beautiful boy. But um, Please fuck me. Um, but I, Kong is also stunning. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bod. Body, 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 body. Body, body, body. Taking the piss. Which apparently means who's the next to go. I don't think Rue knows what taking no, the piss No, I, I, think, I think that phrase has been used out of context. <laughs> but um, I, did, I think she just randomly picked it to Bev. I think she was just standing close to Beverly and she was like, okay, this will do. You know what? I think, she, yeah, I think she just saw a, a random young queen and was like, you're disposable. Yeah. Because that's the vibe we get every, every season. It's these, these, the younger queens who are very like, of the Instagram era and mm. all that stuff love to, they love to kind of pigeonhole them as these uh, one trick ponies. And I love when they get moments to really show themselves. And Beverly uh, especially did this week on the runway. Mm. Um, and 
I love her entrance look, by the way. I think might actually be my favorite. Beverly Kills? Yeah. The like fringe green fringe. Yeah, yeah like the goth was, kind of inspired. Cool. I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. And I was just saying that. Hang on, are we listens. talking about Yuri or Beverly? Beverly. Was it goth? Oh, it was goth inspired, like like um like punk. Oh, okay. Like, you know, the kind of goth that you would see. I'm just going off what a friend a goth friend of mine wore in high school. And okay. it was basically that. <laughs> but um and I'm not just saying this because Beverly's listening, I need to make that clear. These are genuine opinions. I'm not gonna change my mind. Just because a queen is listening. Um, but, um, yeah, I think, well, she literally said I was going to give it to Minnie. But I knew she would get pissed off, so I gave it to Beverly. Do you know what? This is something that I wouldn't do. Like, she's already pissed off what, already Beverly. Admit. So why then just go, oh, by the way, this is like, it reminds me of All Stars where it's like, I picked this person, but I really was going to pick Jinx. Oh, And then yes. you kind of just throw yourself under the bus with two people for no good reason. Like, Oh, when Viv did the plunger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I probably would have just said... Beverly, I just randomly picked you. I don't think you're going home next. And just left it at that. Not mm. gone. But I would have picked Minnie Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> and just created more drama. Yeah. So Also, it can also be spun into a compliment of um, when they start showing themselves, I can be like, oh, I underestimated you. Yes. Mm. I think she Which probably, is a compliment. I think if she hadn't have picked Queen Kong and Spanky already, because they were the other two in the bottom last week, mm. she probably would have picked... One of well, those yeah, that's two, the thing. Because that would have made sense. She would have had to. You should have had to pick someone that was left. Yeah. Yeah, I totally understand. Mm. Um, but I loved when. Oh, by the way, splitting these groups up. <laughs> Rue being a shady mess says Molly has to go and be in a group with the people she just gave those <laughs> titles to. Love that. <laughs> um, but Andy, it's our favorite challenge. Acting. Scripted acting. 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 And you know, acting, I'm acting is about reacting. <laughs> you know, acting is like probably one of my least favorite challenges that they do in Drag Race <laughs> because of the very thing that they made fun of, the writing. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you what your favorite, like off the top of your head, favorite acting challenge is? One that you actually did enjoy. Oh. Um, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's... Maybe one in... Honey, I Shrunk the Drag Queens. Oh, not that. No. What I was fully f- fast-forwarded through that one. <laughs> was there one in the first season of British Drag Race? There was. What was that one? Much oh, better. No, I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> what about Beast <laughs> No, I didn't like that either. Maybe there, there might not be my one mother. In, there might have been one in Canada that I... Uh, like the Suffragettes one. I think that was kind of funny. Oh, what one was that? I think Priyanka was playing like a very promiscuous person... Oh my fucking God, I do not remember um, this. I think that might've been funny. I might've laughed. Uh, that might've been funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to say, I really didn't mind Santa's School for Girls on All Stars this year. That was pretty good, but- Viv killed it. It was good, but I just thought the judging was weird on that one. Oh, the judging was mm. weird period on fucking All Stars 7. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yep. Let's, let's, let's have fond memories, okay, everyone? Let's, okay. Like we said, let's uplift. Um, we're positive over here. Um, I'm honestly trying to think of what my favorite one might be. I didn't hate. Um, oh, it's no, I, no, sorry. <laughs> You're like, oh no, I did hate that one. I know, I did. <laughs> no, I was, I was trying to think of what the past All Stars ones were, and I hated kind of all of them. Um, the American Horror, Horror, Horror Story oh, was that what it was? I didn't like that one. That wasn't great either. Um, <laughs> that one, that one went for like an hour. It like really just did. the challenge. I was like, it's an actual it really feature did. length episode of American Horror Story. Yeah. For a few reasons. We'll get to Untucked later. But, Andy, 
please tell me I'm not going crazy here. If you do, I will tell you to leave. Um, what the fuck is going on with the sound editing? Oh, it. Uh, I don't know. I, it, I actually haven't noticed it. You haven't noticed no. it? No. I can barely hear what they're saying half the time because the music is so loud. Oh, okay. Like on the runway when Queen Kong was doing her emotional speech, I was like, what? <laughs> right, right. And also, right. Congratulations is the worst fucking runway song we've ever had in the entire history of this show. I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm easily brainwashed. So if they're played in every episode, I'm going to end up humming it. I mean. Well, now that I've said it out loud, can you guys <laughs> like pay attention to the sound editing? Because I think it's really like C grade. I mean, if anyone should be paying attention, it should be me probably, but, but I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the f- I watched it at Molly's, which is like the first time, which is very hard right. to. And they also anyway. have subtitles there. So you can yes. easily just be like, oh, this is what they're saying. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, can I ask you quickly though, when Molly said, oh, I was, I'm sorry, Beverly, I was actually going to pick Minnie, but, you know, and Bev was like, oh, I would have had to protect you. Oh, my God. And then Queen Kong chimed in. Um, Molly said, oh, you know, she's an icon who's been doing this for so many years and she stapled an outfit together. And last week I said this, by the way, I don't care if you staple it, sew it. If it, if a look is bad, it's bad. If you staple it and it looks amazing, good for you. Mm. So I don't really care about that. But Queen Kong chimed in and was like, well, she's also a legend of the community and we wouldn't be here if it weren't for her. So like, we should also think about that. Yeah, I think uh, that was a good point. I enjoyed- really? Yeah, I enjoyed Kong sort of bringing them back to that. Like you do need to uh, show respect for- You absolutely show respect for your queer elders who paved the way. But if a queer elder is in a drag competition and their drag look wasn't good, you're allowed to read it. Yeah, I guess the problem was that they weren't sort of bringing it back to just the looks. They were sort of counting her out in a way. That's what. That's how I felt. That I mean, I can. I I do concede that point because yeah, as as Molly said, um, you've been doing this for like thirty years and you don't know how to sew an outfit. You stapled it together. Then yeah, I, like I said last week, it does, that is irrelevant. I mean, Molly has been performing in. Canada, I think, or overseas somewhere. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe she um, doesn't really know what everyone's capable of in this scene, but mm. yeah, it did kind of feel like they were just targeting um, Mini Cooper a little bit because of well, her age. Uh, Mini Cooper also revealed um, while they are going through the scripts that she's dyslexic, so it's helpful if someone reads it out. Pamara was not the choice, <laughs> by the way. I don't think... <laughs> I love that moment. Um, but <laughs> this challenge, though, was basically... Every Aussie worth their salt, pop culture-wise, knows that this is a prisoner Wentworth situation. Yeah, although I was actually a massive fan of Wentworth and they didn't actually pick any characters out of Wentworth, I don't think. Oh, really? No, um, but I did notice Orange is the New Black was referenced oh, with of that course. red yeah, character, yeah. Um, the Russian lady. Yeah. Yeah, but there weren't any direct references to Wentworth, which I was a little disappointed about. Am I the only one who felt like Aubrey was doing just fine? Yeah, no, she was doing fine. What? It, mm. Yeah, mm. no, I I didn't really, I didn't understand the placements, which I think we'll get to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think she was doing fine. I mean, she's theatre trained. Um, yes, they showed like probably every time she flubbed at the beginning, you know, of the- Well, yeah, because that was her storyline. Exactly. And she was the first cab off the rank, you know, and you're standing in front of Michelle Visage. Um, yeah, that's nervous enough. How about, um, so group one in general, any- Moments where you're like, oh, they're in trouble. Because I didn't really feel like there was many at all. No, you know, the first time I watched it at Molly's, I was kind of, um, I thought it was really messy, the whole thing. But the second time, I actually didn't think they did too bad. I was the same way. Mm. 
I, well, think, I think it was fine. Especially group one. I was like, oh, I don't know what's happening here. Mm. I, I mean, it's a, it's a really stupid script and that's a given. <laughs> yes. But I think they made the most of it. Can I also say, I didn't get that they were doing a talent thing until the very end. Is that, is that me not paying attention? The talent show? Yeah. Hold on. Was the talent thing in group one? That was in group one. Yeah, with Aubrey. Mm. Uh, yeah, that was you not paying attention. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Fuck my drag, right? Um, <laughs> what about group two, whose storyline was, I think, about uh, executing someone? Like a bitch they don't like? Yeah. Um, group two, yeah, I think Molly did well. I think um, Pamara did well as it, she sort of held it together. Oh, yeah, she was the guard. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you know what, though? Like, it was really messy that second half. Like, there was the... Yeah. Queen Kong being like a ditzy blonde and them trying to break that rider out and then they all wanted the rider to be executed and it was just very strange. Like the storyline was strange. It was a strange storyline. So uncomfortable watching Queen Kong. Yeah. I was like, girl, I understand. Look, I do understand acting is not something I can comment on because I haven't done it. Um, I do think though there comes a time because this kind of challenge in Drag Race, I know people can be like, why do drag queens need to learn this to be a superstar? Well, because it's part of being a persona. It's part of being an act. It's part of being a character. There are going to be situations where even if you're performing at a gig at a club, mm. you, there's some acting involved. Um, it wasn't Kong's best moment, but she, no. I mean, she admitted that as well, that it was hard she for did. her to sort of pull out the emotion that was required. But like, I think Kong was giving kind of a bit of an understated performance compared to the rest. Like understated? She, yeah, like it was kind of almost naturalistic. Like at one point I thought she was talking to Michelle Visage because it just sounded like a normal person talking. But, you know, they want you to ham it up. Like well, that's 110%. the thing, yeah. And if you're playing a character that's like a ditzy mm. uh, blonde, uh, I would go ham. I would literally be over... I would over-exaggerate like hell. Mm. Um I would I would be worried if I tried to sound normal, I would sound less than. <laughs> yeah. Um, which can happen sometimes when in acting challenges we've seen it where I mean, come on, opulence, you But on. then you get you get like an iconic moment because it was like so bad it was like amazing. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the other the other good ones. What are ones that were so bad they were amazing? Oh, Gia Gun. Let's go oh, back. Let's go back to picking like, up that phone. Like hello. <laughs> You know, I just watched this movie, The Black Phone, and every time it's about... Um, Why gotta be Black Phone? <laughs> <laughs> it's about this kid that gets kidnapped. Oh, this is kind of minor spoilers. Oh, not really. This is the plot. Spoiler alert <laughs> about The Black Phone, everyone. <laughs> and there's a phone in the room that keeps ringing, and, like, the people that were killed before him are, like, talking on the other side of the phone. That's a premise. That's not, like, a spoiler. Yeah. That's the, but every time that. he answered the phone, like, hello, I thought of Gia Gunn. Like, <laughs> like hello. <laughs> I was like, iconic. How funny would that be? (laughs) Okay, great. Um, If the next Drag Race (laughs) acting challenge is a parody of the Black Phone, um, I think they have the opening line (laughs) sorted. Well, they referenced another great acting challenge in this. Um, Again, Beverly Kills, I think, did great as the one being executed. And she referenced Latrice's iconic line about get those nuts away from my face. Yeah, I think she did fine. For me, um, uh, Yuri struggled and she admitted that as well. And oh yeah, it was it, that struggled. wasn't that's the thing. It was the mm. same note for Queen Kong. It's that you need to ham it up, and you weren't even playing it safe. Yeah, I feel like they could. They, it's not necessarily like they can't act, but they just weren't giving what the judges wanted them well, to that's, give. Well, that's kind of the thing that um, I wasn't really thrilled about when I first heard the critiques. I know we're jumping ahead a bit here, but while we're on the subject, when uh, Reese Nicholson was like, um, "I've seen what you can do. I know you can own a stage," mm. and I'm like. 
Well, he's right. Like, as I was saying before, it's a, it's kind of a transferable skill when it comes to being a stage performer and being a presence, being a character, you need to be able to pull this kind of stuff out of you. Mm. And so it is, it is awkward when those things don't happen. Um, but Yuri, uh, it kills me, but yeah, I'm, I'm, do you think her runway saved her this week? Because I kind of thought she should have been in the bottom instead of Aubrey. Yeah, I think it did save her because it was an incredible runway. Oh, incredible. Mm. Oh, can't wait. Um, <laughs> um, before we do actually get to the tail end, oh, my God. It happened. Oh, my God. Andy. What? Andy. <laughs> Are we going back to this argument? Yes. What? <laughs> I just love how it became a thing. So... And it's so something so little became something so much more in Untucked. All Minnie had to say was to the rest of the group, so I have dyslexia, I don't share that very often. Pamara laughed. Uh, Minnie because said, she had shared it several Oh, times so already. funny, Pamara. Yeah, like, uh, it's, uh, how dare you? Well, I've heard it, you say it six times already. That's why I laughed when you said you don't say it very often. And then Minnie proceeded to say, I wrote all this down because I wanted to make sure I was right. <laughs> I need, I need uh, legal, not he alleged. Brought receipts. I, exactly. <laughs> I need to be prepared in case someone wants to sue me. I don't think Minnie Cooper is going to sue me. I'm just saying, <laughs> Beverly, if I need protection, I'll call you. Uh, <laughs> She's um, got that whip. She did, exactly. Thank you. Um, Minnie said, for someone with a disability, this is very offensive. And Aubrey chimed in and said, it wasn't about the disability. And Minnie said, it is a disability. And they're like, no, 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 no. This, this was like a clusterfuck. There was, was like all of these like words just flying around and nobody was actually reacting to what anybody else was actually absolutely, saying. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't know if it's just, well, obviously it's because it's a really stressful situation, right? But I was just like, there, why is this there's so no bad? need for an argument here no, at all. Not at all. That's why I'm scared. I'm like, oh, Minnie, uh, are you like... Uh, I thought about this during Untucked. I'm like, why is Minnie acting more like a millennial than the actual millennials? I, I think she was a bit, I think she was stressed. Oh, absolutely. This um, episode. As we learnt during season 14, stress does make an impact. Mm. And I don't know, she did mention as well, she doesn't normally bring up being dyslexic. So maybe she was feeling particularly vulnerable at this point in time. Totally. And she was misinterpreting what was actually going on around her. Totally. Um, because it was definitely a non-argument that was escalated non into a huge argument. That is why it is interesting. This the power that the edit has, you know. Like mm. it's just, <laughs> I, I totally understand when people say. Again, I said this last week. I'll say it again. Multiple things can be true at the same time. Yes, and let's also things can be true. Let's also not forget that, as we find out later, Pamara and Minnie already had history. So maybe that's also playing into this as well. Maybe they, maybe they needed to get that out of the air as they do out of the air, into the air, (laughs) clear the air. (laughs) (laughs) They needed to get it out in the open. Okay, there. I see what you're doing there. Later, (laughs) which they do later, which we'll get to. Um. Oh shit! Sorry. Uh, minor breaking news here on the pod. Breaking news as we record this live in Reese's studio. Um, my booster shot has been confirmed for monkeypox. <laughs> no, <laughs> for oh. COVID. <laughs> Are we get? Can we book our monkeypox vaccine? Yeah, yes, you can. Oh, perfect! Can I do both tomorrow? Actually, <laughs> I'll check my GP and see if they got it. <laughs> Kill two birds. Um, Oh, before we move on, actually, Spanky in that situation, that awkward, weird conversa- argument that didn't need to happen, fully breaking the fourth wall and staring directly into camera. Did you catch that? Was that Spanky that was yeah, staring yeah, at the yeah. camera? Yeah. Fully, like, just like... Mm. 
And it I was, was loving so good. There was like a montage of Beverly Kills expressions as well, where <laughs> she was just like also kind of leaving the building, but just like <laughs> in her own head, which I enjoyed. I live. It reminded <laughs> me of last season when Electra confronted um, Scarlett Adams about her saying that she's um, not great at dancer or something. And she was, Electra was listing oh, all the reasons. And, and Art, oh, was Art was sitting there like listing them on her fingers. Like, yeah, one, <laughs> two. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Okay. Like, <laughs> this is. This is why I love the show. <laughs> this is what I want to see. Okay. SeaWorld, Australians are messy. You just need oh. to embrace that and love it. Exactly. I really love, this is a moment where it's, I really do appreciate the producers forcing uh, emotional trauma on us all because yes. good things can come of it. This was a great moment, actually. Oh God, so it was good. very inauthentically brought up. So how about your family? But... The what very resulted, UK. <laughs> what resulted was very authentic. So it was beautiful. Um, I just have to say, Yuri guy. Um, I know this is inappropriate in this context, but <laughs> God, you're not. Please fuck me. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a running gag at this point. And you know what? When I met Yuri on the weekend, I told her first and foremost, I need to apologize. I host not another drag race podcast and I'm just going to say, please fuck me a lot. And I hope you're okay with the objectification. You and should make this just one of your buzzers, like one of your sound effects. Oh yeah. I should add it to the soundboard. <laughs> Be better than this. <laughs> yeah. You'd use it more. That's, oh yeah. Well, whenever I talk about me having sex, it's always, always comes up with. <laughs> you still need the wah, 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 wah. You've got that, don't you? Uh, I have sad trombone, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that should be the sex one. It's literally called sad trombone. I didn't think <laughs> that's not like a reference to season 14. <laughs> it's chocolate. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but even though Yuri Guy, please fuck me, um, this was a beautiful moment out of such a horrible thing to talk about. Everyone, so, so many queer kids can relate to this kind of story. Yeah, absolutely. It's similar to my story, actually. Of yeah, isn't it mm. just it's having that fam- being brought up with a family, uh, a love of your family, and a real family appreciation and a f- place in your life, only to have them basically tell you that who you are is is a problem. Mm. Um, it's such a mind fuck because it really is like oh, so everything I thought about what family means and how important it is means shit because mm. I'm queer. Like it's, it's such a, I, I, I'm lucky to say I, I came out to my dad when I was 21. He was of course totally okay with it. As you were saying, you're, you're someone who's been through this kind of stuff with family. I can, I can never truly understand how this feels. Mm. So when I did get to see Yuri talk about it and get greeted with uh, Spanky being so supportive and saying, you you're have, you're yeah. enough. Yeah, and you also have a seat at my table or you yeah. have a bed at my house kind of thing. Yeah. You know, that's the kind of, that's the beautiful thing about our community. Yes. That you can find like-minded people that will have your back no matter what. I mean, sometimes you've got to search for it, but, you know, um, they are 100%, out there. 100%. But, I mean, it made me sad actually because, you know, from my perspective, I'm, a, you know, a little bit, old, little bit older, um, that it hasn't changed all that much. Like there's still mm. people like Yuri who's, you know, in so young. their mid twenties, I think, yeah. ish. And their family, you know, still hasn't kind of adapted to this new world where, you know, being gay is so much more accepted. So yeah, it's, it's really sad that she still has to go through that in 2022. It, it really is. Like the fact that they, she literally talked about how um, her mum was like, oh, just don't tell your father you do drag. I'm like, mm. I was like how could hell? you not? It's, it's a career. 
uh, and it's a career <laughs> it's that a she's passion. incredible at. Incredible at, yeah. Um, yeah, could not have been a, a more pleasant experience to meet her on the weekend. Um, fully bought a t-shirt, by the way. Lovely. Uh, incredible tea. Also bought one of her prints of her uh, out of drag in Boy because- Oh, the naked Yuri. Because I wanted to fuck me. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Um, I caught a couple of her performances, um, just videos of them on her Instagram. And yeah. Fuck, she's amazing. Yeah. I wasn't expecting the performances to be that powerful, but um, she does this thing where she does a flip with no hands at all. Whoa, really? And kind of lands like on the back of her neck. I'm, yeah, it's it's crazy. Oh, girl, careful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's totally be- crazy. It comes out of nowhere. I've never seen it before. And it was like amazing. And just, you know, she was performing to like Misery Business by Paramore. Oh, um, girl, my own heart. Yes. Um, yeah, she's really got a really, really clear perspective in drag. And that's- I love that. That's fucking cool. Yeah. yeah I, I, I echo everything that Spanky Jackson said. Uh, Yuri, you- are enough and you have a seat at so many tables because so many people appreciate you. She's fire. I'm obsessed. Tonally tonally shifting right now. Rue's look was awful. (laughs) Uh, It was just very Rue. It was, there was nothing special, nothing new, nothing special. (laughs) Same old. (laughs) Girl, soak what up? (laughs) (laughs) I'm now going to try as many Gia quotes as I can. (laughs) I think that's what I said at work, actually. <laughs> I was like, li- someone literally said, um, um, pointed something out to me and said, look at look at how great this is. And I just said, girl, so what up? <laughs> I don't know why. Classic. <laughs> no one gets it. I work with straight people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I believe I tweeted out, um, Rue uh, at some point in the episode said the phrase rough as guts. And that made up for her looking like Miranda Priestley had shoulder implants. <laughs> Rough has got made up for taking the piss being used completely, uh, completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. What what did Rue say last season? It was um a cricket reference. Was it um hit for six? And I was like, oh, do you even know what that means? I don't know what that means. You don't know what that means? Are you really surprised? <laughs> I don't get a cricket reference. <laughs> to be honest, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I'm enough. <laughs> you are enough. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm, I'm not going to make a stereotype that gays who don't know anything about sports are, are some sort of gay cliche um, because cricket <laughs> is boring. I say that as someone who likes sports, cricket is boring as shit. Um, hit for six means uh, when the batter hits the ball out on the full so it doesn't touch the ground. It goes over the boundary line. It means you get six points. Oh, so you get six runs. I can't believe I said points. <laughs> um, let's Apologies keep, let's to the keep, hetero community. Let's keep it moving because this is like going way over my head. No, we will totally make up this uh, hetero com- conversation by referencing the fact that Lucy fucking Lawless is a ghost judge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never watched Seen a Warrior Princess. I, you can still appreciate her. Come on. Oh, yeah. Icon. Uh, and I didn't realize until a few years ago that she was actually a Kiwi. <laughs> Oh, I knew she was a Kiwi. Oh, I had no idea. But it was weird on that Simpsons episode, she had an American accent when she was playing herself. Yeah, sorry. I told you, I'm not Xena. I'm Lucy Lawless. Oh, is that where that meme came from? Okay. <laughs> Stretch dude and clubber girl. By the way, God bless Simpsons Drag Race. Again, churning out the good memes for Down Under. Go and give it a follow, everyone. Simpsons Drag Race. Those vocals... Really good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Did you hear me asking Tequila on the podcast for vocal lessons and she fully ignored me? No. <sighs> that I'm sorry. I'll say it again. I think I have a good voice because I used to sing when I was a kid and then I gave it up and puberty happened and uh, 
I forgot how to stay in key. Find find a note, girl. Yeah, to quote Coco Montrese, find the note. Um, that's it's tough for me. It's tough for me to stay in tune. But I believe I have a little something, something, and I can bring it out at some point. So when I go to karaoke, I'm just saying, you're better. You're better. Watch out. Watch watch the fuck out because she can bring out. If she brings out a Kelly Clarkson number, you'll know she means business. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> at the last karaoke night I did, I did like a bunch of stuff. I did Time of Your Life by Green Day because anyone can do that. I mean, it sounds good at that time. Did it what? really sound good though? <laughs> <laughs> I had only had three drinks, okay? At oh, that okay. point, I was not gone. Um, however, by the time I did misery business. <laughs> wow. Okay. For me to do karaoke, I need at least like six drinks. Oh, for sure. yeah, 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 for sure. It was a very private group. I was going to break out what, but someone else did. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Just replace the N word with daddy and you can totally make it work. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way I do. Um, now here's the time. Here is the time, everyone. It's runway time. Yes. Andy from Pop Chops, we are going to go through these runways and we are going to do the rating system that everyone knows and loves. It is Nyas. Or pass. Or pass. Now, ooh, are you ready to give some passes now? <laughs> I'm ready. Are you ready for my unqualified fashion opinions? <laughs> oh, was that a horse? <laughs> no. <laughs> that was fully me not turning the audio down on my phone and the Stan original series logo popping up. <laughs> that weird camera flash thing. Oh my God. First up, everyone, by the way, category was, what was it? Lady something? Wasn't it insects? <laughs> bug, glamour bug, no. Lady bug, no. Bug lady. Basically, et cetera, et cetera. Is lady, bugs. <laughs> lady bugs. Lady bugs? I actually, I, I missed what the category was, but it was insects, clearly. Fly girls. It was fly girls. Fly girls, okay. Fly girls. Um, fully, the doors, et cetera, et cetera, has opened, as she tweeted very correctly. Let us start with Molly Poppins, who, uh, like someone else, uh, ended up doing kind of a grasshopper vibe. Um, look, I liked it when it came uh, out. Yeah, same. But um, as she admitted later on, it wasn't <laughs> as elevated as some of the other ones that came out. Compared to Yuri's, this is what you yeah. when you order it online versus, versus when, it when it arrives. When it arrives. Yeah, so it's cute. I it love the of, wig. You know what it reminds me of? Like, um, have you ever seen like? Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. There was like, I went to see one that was like Earth, but it's probably like called like something pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. One world. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Um, but there was like a grasshopper bit where they were like doing like flips and stuff. And like, yeah, that reminds me of that. Were they like making a grasshopper out of humans or was a human <laughs> being a grasshopper? No, you know how on Cirque du Soleil they like make- No, it was actual grasshoppers impersonating human beings. No, it was people <laughs> dressed as grasshoppers. <laughs> no, fuck, shut up. No, you know how they do that thing where like they like make shapes out of like bodies? Oh, no, no, no. Like this was an just, elephant or something? No, it was just like a bunch of grasshoppers and they were doing like flips and stuff. Okay, that's fine. I yeah, <laughs> it's very that. It's very Cirque du Soleil style. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> I honestly, look, I don't hate it. I just think- um, I mean, if I was going to read, oh, I can't believe I'm making this reference. If I was going to read Candy Muse for her green <laughs> alien look, that was the biggest. Oh, mess that's of why we had a fight earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're not talking about why we were talking about Candy Muse. Um, it, no, this was way better than Candy Muse's. Like, if she wore this, I'd be like, oh, it's a bug, not an alien, but sure, work. I, I, I am going to give it a yas. I'm not going to lie. I will. I'll give it a yas as well. Because you could tell what she was going for. Yes. We didn't have to be like, what am I looking at here? Yeah, yeah, it was it was clear. Um, Queen Kong was next, um, doing a full moth fantasy. I moth, love this moth, moth. 
I like it. They're going to get eaten alive in middle school. Um, that's another Simpsons reference for Annie not to get. Um, <laughs> uh, I really do like it too. I thought it was really clever. Yeah, it's really cool. And I like that it's not like a literal interpretation. Like the wings are kind of yeah. almost like a skirt kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, and her face looks really beautiful there as well. Yeah, yeah. She did a good job on the beat. Um, all in all, I, this is an absolute nice for sure. And it was a good outfit to lip sync in as well because nothing was going to like fall off. Like yeah. whereas some of the others would have been very hard True. to lip sync in. Would you think Beverly would have taken off that fucking like beak on her forehead? <laughs> oh, could you imagine if she didn't? <laughs> it's an OH&S <laughs> disaster waiting to happen. Uh, you could literally like whack a queen out of the way with that thing. Um, oh, is it a nyas or a pass load? Oh, it's a nyas for sure. Okay. Thank you. I <laughs> just had to get confirmation. Now, Aubrey Hive is giving us, if want to talk Miranda Priestley. This is an absolute nyas. I, I think loved this, is this. so cool and so How beautiful. Cool Her makeup looks amazing. The outfit looks expensive as hell. And I'm kind of annoyed that Michelle said that it sort of made it seem like the um, lava falling out, lava falling out well, was an accident. I was like, how else was she going to show them? Like oh, they, Honey, let's read Michelle. Yes, what the fuck? She said something along the lines of like, first of all, the lava fell out of your purse, then you couldn't get the wings to work. I was like, clearly the lava, it's not lava. Lava, yeah. Lava, <laughs> clearly the S- lava. Sound pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> clearly the lava was intentional, come on. It was intentional and it was. I totally got it and I thought it was great. Yes. I thought it was too. great. And then Michelle was like, um, it was cute, but it was like uh, a struggle. And then one win, one wing worked wow say that five times without stopping um i was like no 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 they both worked it's mm. just that the edit showed her struggling fumbling a little bit with yeah opening them which by the way they didn't need to show they didn't need to show because queens have done that with all fucking kinds of reveals over the years and they edit it perfectly fine mm. yeah i agree but blame it on the edit you're the one who said it bitch michelle's the one who said it bitch it um, is an absolute nyas. It's an absolute nyas. For sure. And I'm so glad that I got, when I saw this, I was like, oh, very Terry um, Mugler. I said that better though. Um, <laughs> yeah, see, my fashion knowledge isn't that. I was so proud of I myself. Did, I think she said it was Mugler inspired. Later. Yeah, Mugler inspired. I was like, oh my God, look at me learning. Um, now, I'm ju- now I'm qualified to judge drag fashion. Um, <laughs> Minnie Cooper was next giving us, um, well, uh, look, I, think, I get it's butterfly. I think this is beautiful. It is beautiful. It's just that it's a insect pattern inspired dress. It's not an insect. You know what I mean? Oh, I, no, I, I don't mind that. It's not like a literal interpretation, but it's, you know, it's a butterfly. You do. I would have loved some wings, you know, just to give it that extra, this is literally a butterfly. I'm going to disagree. I think that was like one of the highlights. Really? And honestly, I don't know if she's going to like me, like, if she listens to this, if she's going to like this being pointed <laughs> out. But she's the second oldest queen to compete on Drag Race. And she looks amazing. Who was the oldest? Um, Charlie Heights. Really? Mm. How old was she when she competed? Over 50. Oh, wow. Like okay. 52. Oh, I don't maybe. even remember how old. Yeah, I don't remember. I know. I remember she was an older queen. I just don't remember it being uh, the oldest. Like, that's um, incredible. Mm. Um, still, we'll never get over her trying to justify standing there and saying that it's because she broke in her ribs. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, there was a hundred excuses happening there. But yeah, I think Minnie looks amazing. Definite nyas from me. Look, I will give it a nyas because it is a fantastic look. I'm just saying, compared to the others, there was a bit more uh, art involved. Art, 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 cacti, 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 art. I can't remember the rest. 
<laughs> Did somebody mention art? <laughs> I hope that's not their song because that's terrible. Uh, next up is Miss Beverly Kills, friend of the pod. Um, <laughs> you're, you're taking that all the way. Well, but- here's the thing. I'll take it even when she does a runway I don't like. I'll still say it. Bev, you know, this is, this is the game we play. It's fine. Um, we don't hate you. I love this. Okay. I really did love it. Yeah, no, I love it too. There's so much detail. I think it's very Beverly as well with the yes. latex. Is it latex? Yeah, it definitely is. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of got like a harder edge to it. Um, I think and it was still really very cool. punk vibes. Like the beat her eye exactly. makeup is fantastic. Yeah, I think it's really cool. I mean, it fits perfectly. And literally a fly, girl. It's a fly, girl. <laughs> it's a mosquito. Is it? <laughs> oh, the fucking beak, of course it is. <laughs> Shit, I was distracted by the eyes. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, leave me alone. I sleeping disorder. Sleeping disorder. Um, Mosquitoes do fly. They do. I'll fly. give you that. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> God, I gained so much, so many points for noticing it was a Mugler reference, and then I lost so many for not realizing it was a mosquito. You and know mosquitoes what? Mosquitoes can kill people as well. They can. Mm. They can. Ross River virus, I believe. What? What is that from? I've heard that before. It's like. I think it's like a disease that mosquitoes carry that can kind of paralyze. Was that a thing at a time in? It's still a thing. Like it can still happen. It's not like massive, but it can still happen. I think I'm just thinking of like a time where it was referenced in like a movie or something. Yeah. Or a doco. No, I know someone's partner who got it recently, like in the past year. Whoa. Mm. Fuck COVID. (laughs) Yeah. And it was really like severe. Damn. Okay. Mozzies. Now I understand. Get um, more safe, more safe, more teen. Yeah. Shout out, more team. <laughs> Sponsors, we're open. We're open for sponsorships. Um, Pomara, fifth, sixth, and seventh. Um, <laughs> oh, God, Michelle's hair. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> She's distracted <laughs> by Michelle's hair. Um, look, I don't hate this. I think she... What What bug is she going for exactly? Beetle? I think Beetle. No, she said um, cicada, cicada. Oh, well, it's very similar. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> I'm not a... Oh, God, what are they called? <laughs> bug expert. <laughs> Horticult? No, that's not. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's a word for it. <laughs> the amount of points I've lost since the Mugler reference. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, no, I still, I, I do think it's cute. It's just, it's not a wow. You know, I'm not, I'm not like, oh, look at that. Yeah. Um, look, it is, it is cute, and she looks pretty. But I think compared to the others that have come out on the runway, it's mm-hmm. probably a pass. <sighs> Only because the others were really good this week. You know what, Andy? <laughs> I agree with you. It is a pass. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry I had to do it. I had to do it. I gave away out a lot last week. I feel bad. Um, <laughs> next up was Spanky Jackson uh, doing uh, some kind of black bug. I think this is actually a fly. Shoe fly. Don't bother <laughs> me. Um, congratulations on wearing tights. It's uh, a pass from me. I don't like it. It's also a pass from me, but also for the same reason as uh, Pomara, that it's just not as yeah. elevated as the rest. And I'm... And I'm the, pretty sure she would agree with that. I think she would too because, mm. holy shit, those wings look like she got them from a $2 shop. Mm, it's not my favourite. But it's, it's yeah. Oh, I mean, sorry. She, um, uh, for all of you Americans listening, uh, Party City. Go back to Party City where you belong. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it, yeah. It, I can't. I can't nyas it. What, what is that nyas? I can't nyas it either. The tights? But she stayed true to Spanky and she's not wearing pants. So No, but she is wearing tights. <laughs> she's wearing tights. And as the judges said in the critiques, which we'll, we will mention in a minute, apparently a huge improvement. 
Anaconda was the last one and I just have to say this is probably my favorite runway of both episodes so far. Yeah, this is really really stunning. How do you how do you do like Great Gatsby meets a fucking moth, moth. queen? It's regal. Really beautiful and just the way she's painted her face is yes. is like jaw dropping. Oh, she wasn't the last one, sorry. Um no, she really, it, this is fan, like this is a great concept. Like she really thought this through and um, God love the hair. She's really, I really like Anaconda. He really likes Anaconda, y'all. <laughs> I love Hannah, I love Hannah as well. I actually, well, I don't know her. But I do want some. I know her from back in Perth. She was like one of the big yeah, queens she was in Perth. I lived back there 10 years ago. Oh, um, oh, you're showing your eyes there. And now <laughs> <laughs> she's taking over the damn world. Now Yuri Guy. I have to say, competing with Hannah Kondo for favorite look so far, this yeah. is. This I mean, is excellence. Pure excellence. Uh, Yuri Guy, I think, is going to be the runway queen of this season for sure, from what we've seen so far. A and what, thousand and also what we've seen off the show, her premiere look with yes. the sort of um, sculpted, um, what do you call it, rib cage? Yes. It's just absolutely stunning. Uh, I. Genuinely, love, I, it's 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 a great outfit, and I love how. I th- at first I was like, "Ooh, are there like the st- eventually the the what you would call ribbons hanging off it? Is that too like like uh, choppy? Is it a little messy? Does it take away from the rest of it? No, it doesn't. Because mm. the more I looked at it, I was like, "This is actually like a real piece fashion. of art. Yeah. This is fashion. I think that's what actually elevates it to like fashionable. Yes, it's yeah, it's awesome. It's probably I will. You know what? I'm gonna go. F- it it is my top nyas of the week. It is indeed. Do I have to give a top nyas of the week? You don't have to. Okay. I'm already asking enough of you to give you <laughs> to give us nyasas and passes. I don't, I, for me, I think it would be between Aubrey, Hanaconda, and Yuri for sure. For sure. For uh, sure. If only the top the tops and bottoms were decided on runways alone. <laughs> because in the bottom this week, unfortunately, was Queen Kong, Aubrey, Hive, and Yuri Guy. The top queens were Mini. Spanky and Hanaconda. Now, we did mention it before, Michelle's comments about Aubrey. <sighs> what? I, I, I've seen this being done on the runway before and it hasn't been a problem. Why is it a problem now? Because they needed an excuse for it to be in the bottom? Oh, you mean the fumbling with the wings? Yes. Mm, I know. Because they do the runway twice. We all know this. Mm-hmm. They could have easily have shown... Oh, they could have even shown the wings just out, you know? Like, they didn't need to show that fumbly moment. You know what? But we know it. We know why they put it in there. Yep. Can I just ask the question, Andy? This will be a, a very quick one. Do they cast queens they don't even intend to do well? They just are fillers because they need to cast queens and they will literally look for any excuse to get rid of them when, when they want to get rid of them? I, don't, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. But um, I, I think mean, it's a even, valid question. Even the fact that Aubrey was on, no doubt, the winning team, and then they decided yes. to go, "We're going to judge individually." By the way, was just it's just a bit suspicious Always. to me when that happens. Always, because you know what would happen then? It would have been Yuri and Queen Kong in the bottom two. Mm. I would have been. I would have hated seeing Yuri in the bottom, but yeah, yeah, especially after her runway, which was incredible. Uh, Queen Kong. Yeah, okay, I'm glad she had a moment where she recognized Lucy Lawless. She said. You're my absolute idol growing up. She did, as we mentioned earlier, connecting with emotion as an actor because it's hard the past few years. She's been having such a difficult time with uh, figuring out happy versus depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is understandable. I mean, fuck, lockdown, completely. lockdown was a head fucking and half. And Rue even said, we get it. Like, mm. completely understand. Um, 
I, 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 I don't dispute that. Again, this is one of those situations where multiple things can be driven to be one. Kitties, that's a hard truth about life, okay? <laughs> let, me, let me just give you the, the hard truth and it goes well with this sound effect. Life's not fair. <laughs> yes, Naomi. But um, that's kind of my point is that it, it, as what, much what, as what I agree with things? her. What are the multiple things? that I think as much as I agree with what Queen Kong said, you also signed up for this. To quote Halsey, you asked for this now. Go on and be a big girl. You asked for this great now. Great song, great song. Yeah, I mean, she. I think she would admit that she didn't do the best in the acting challenge. And to be honest, like even though like – it was a pretty consistent acting challenge. Like it's kind of hard to even, you know, there weren't like really clear tops consistent, and clear Consistent but not exactly good. No, but no, not, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like sometimes you're like, everyone was so good. I can't pick. But in this one, it was like, everyone was like kind of, you know, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it is kind of hard to pick. Like if it wasn't Aubrey in the bottom, I'm not really sure who else I would pick, even though I can't figure out why Aubrey was in the bottom, but I just don't know who else it would be. So, yeah. No, I, I totally get it. Um, yeah, do we even want to get into it? I mentioned it earlier, but... The lip sync? No, Spanky getting praised for wearing tights. <laughs> Look, it was... Yeah, I'm happy for Spanky that she won. Well, let's, let's just talk about it quickly before mm. we get into Untucked. She did win. And one of the big things <laughs> they said in the critiques was that she... Um, was, it was such an improvement on last week. Yes. Is that enough to the outfit. win? I think Hannah was was a deserved winner. Me too. I personally think maybe Hannah and Minnie could have easily have won as well. Um, Minnie did great. Minnie did do great. Minnie yeah, did yeah. really well. And I love the butterfly outfit, even though you were a bit impartial to it. Oh my God. But I love the butterfly outfit. I thought it was cool. Um, so yeah, I, th- I thought actually, I really thought um, Minnie was going to win. Oh, you really thought? Yeah. Minnie was going to win. And then Aubrey was going to be in the bottom because it's like a storyline. Cause they were fighting earlier. Oh girl. Do you want to get into it? But that didn't happen. Um, and no. um, Spanky won. I do love Spanky, but. Um, oh yeah. I'm enjoying Spanky a lot. Yeah. I just think it could have gone to either of any of those three. Again, we don't want to bring these Queens down. We're just reacting to what we see on our team. Exactly. Um, speaking of what we saw. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, Okay, Untucked was a, a scenario. Um, round three of Minnie versus the Queens. <laughs> uh, she, of course, had a moment where I'm sure a producer said to her, hey, 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 do you want to clear up what happened with Pamara earlier? Oh, God. I, I think this would be a good time to do that. Yeah. Don't you think? Great time. With a drink in your hand? <laughs> um, she said, I was so hurt by Pamara earlier. Uh, she hurt me. Uh, and then she went on to tell her in front of everyone, randomly after they were talking about how upsetting it was for these queens to be in the bottom. I mentored you in a talent quest and I never said this then, but I'll say it now. I thought you were entitled and rude. <laughs> oh, this is Pamara's reaction was a gag. <laughs> when she's like, all right, gloves are off. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's fucking go. <laughs> she's like, okay, here we go. Let's get it together before we want to read. <laughs> <laughs> and she brings out this, um, Oh, little nugget that she'd heard that, what was it again? I wrote it down, bitch. Okay. I don't, she, she was, let's get the receipts. She heard prior to coming to drag race. I don't hate that Pamora does drag. I hate that she gets paid for it. To which Minnie responded. I just made a joke and whoever told you is very unkind. They are responsible here. Not me. This was a caught out there moment. I feel a little bit. You think Minnie was like, oh, fuck? Yeah. Yeah. 
how to twist it and be like, well, that's not my, that's not my fault mm. though. I feel like it might've been something that she'd said backstage, maybe not like oh, in a completely. show. Oh, completely. Or she'd said in confidence to someone. Easily like a backstage moment, you're kicking, getting ready for a show and yeah. you're like, oh, Pamara, I don't hate that she does drag, just hate she gets paid for it. Oh. Yeah. But I think at this point she was like, okay, we're yeah. even. We're even. <laughs> so like, when someone, when that other person told Pamara that mm. uh, at this random moment in time, mm. um, I totally understand that they would have told her that to be malicious. Absolutely. So that's why Minnie was like, they're, they're unkind. They're responsible. But, but you also said it. I think at the same time, she should have just been like, sorry. That's how I felt in the yeah. moment. And she did apologize. She did. She said, and I, and I quote, <laughs> I, I said, I agreed. You don't even have to ask for an apology. I give it to you. Oh, what, what a great stand-up oh, moment there. Wow. And let's just hope this is the end of the saga. I hope it is too. <laughs> we want to get back to the fun. It was just a lot. And there was just like no need for any of it really. But you know what? Maybe, I mean, obviously Pomara had been holding on to that comment for years. And coming from someone like Minnie, that's actually pretty cutting because, you know, she's such a well-known is- queen and a drag legend. Um, so it is pretty cutting for somebody that's older than you and wiser than you to say that, You shouldn't get paid for doing that. Hundred percent, yeah. So it's hurtful, but you know, also at the same time, that's that's a quip. Like that is shade. Like that is what drag queens do. They do say shit like that and have a laugh about it. And you know, some of the shit that you talk about with your friends, you wouldn't want repeated to the person. Boom, boom, shake, shake the room. So I don't think either of them are evil, malicious people, but I think they needed to get it out there in the open. No, completely, especially when there are cameras around. Um, (laughs) But. I, I got it just before we move on. I'm sorry. I just have to say, because she said it. Blame it on the edit all you want. She said it. I have strong opinions and that can be daunting for young people. Girl, first of all, pot kettle. Secondly, strong opinion. This is my opinion here. And this is not directed at Minnie Cooper. This is in general to anyone who uses this as like a, a justification for the way they handle themselves. Strong opinions, quote, you can't see me, but my fingers are moving in an air quote direction. Strong opinions can confirm. is irrelevant. It's the content that matters. I don't care if your opinion is strong. If I agreed with your strong opinion, I'd be like, oh, bitch, I know. Isn't that the truth? But it's because people disagree with it that it's controversial. I do love when somebody offends you and they, and they will say something like, that's just my opinion. And I'm like, I know it's your opinion. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I don't like it. And it's offensive to me. Oh, uh, like literally that, that, that <laughs> fucking Real Housewives gift. That's my opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I know. <laughs> and I'm offended by your opinion that you think that about me. Yeah, <laughs> you're allowed to think whatever. What's that amazing quote I love? What other people think about me is none of my business. It's none of my business. Yes. And it's true. Think whatever you want. But if I'm going to hear it and I feel some type of way, I feel some type of way. Exactly. So I really hate when people are like, well, I'm sorry, but I just have strong opinions. And I know that can be daunting. And then she threw in for young people. Girl, this young old divide is going to haunt this season. Is it really that? Ah, I love how she walked in being like, I'm 50. How the fuck old are you? Yeah, I'm 50. Yeah, get into it. And now she's like, well, young people just can't handle strong opinions. I'm like, fuck it. I did love, I did Why? love, I think she came in and said something like, um, everyone was like, oh, wow, you look great. And she's like, yeah, I wish I could say the same about you guys. Yeah, <laughs> hello, shade. <laughs> That's playful shade. Come on, let's get back to that, can we? Oh, is that a song? Do you Andy? know what though? There's been like way worse Drag Race feuds than this. Oh, let's just, tons. I feel like hopefully they've moved on. The way they milked Alyssa versus Coco over something that happened on the outside world. 
Oh man, the one that I I recently rewatched this when I was sick the other week, um, and it was India Farah and um, Alexis Mateo. That whole thing about like you were trying to get Shea off. Yes. Oh my god, that was tasty. That was good because you know India was not expecting Shay to confront everyone right there and be like, yeah. okay, so I just heard this. Yes. Uh, that was a that was a damn mess. I remember watching that that episode aired the same week that the first episode of Canada's Drag Race premiered. And I watched it here with uh, some friends and we watched Canada first, then All Stars, then Untucked. It was, that was a good day. <laughs> that is a good trio of drag race right there. I lived. But uh, actually, Shay and India have not, and, and Alexis have not. No, that And Derek. Oh, yes, everyone. They're, the girls are still fighting. By the way, I posted that onto my Not Another Drag Race podcast Instagram. Everyone go follow the Instagram at Not Another Drag Race pod. We're posting fun things over there. It's getting really fun. Oh, I do follow it already, but I missed that. Oh, sorry. I <laughs> know. Uh, a while ago when this happened, I posted on on a reel, the moment in pit, in the pit stop that I thought was so Oh, no, no, I did see that. I did see that. Of Bob being like, oh. uh, India? No, Alexis. Oh, do you know the one I was laughing about just last night that you posted? Um, I just don't like pink. She's a bad seed <laughs> on this earth. <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. <laughs> it was so good. And then- um, Love pink. And then they tried, yeah, love pink. <laughs> no, 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 no. <sighs> <laughs> I touch myself. Also, the lip sync song. Um, <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Girl, it's been a few months. I'm not going to lie. Since um, you touch yourself? No, no, no. <laughs> Since all I've had to do is that. Okay, got, um, it, got, it, got it. Guess what is not a great appealing thing to, to have when you have a sleeping disorder? The idea of exerting any energy whatsoever. Girl, if I had anyone over for anything, I'd be like, you have to be okay with me not moving. <laughs> you heard it here first. What, what a hot time. <laughs> Boys, it's open. Um, no, actually, I'm not to kill a mockingbird. My door is not open. <laughs> Don't even think about it. <laughs> this lip sync, as I said earlier, I've wanted it out forever. Um, no offense. Do you, were you, uh, do you remember when this song was released? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, mister, I've wow. been going to clubs for 20 years. Wow. I think this song actually was released before I was even born. Wasn't it like it was early? The 80s. Yeah. Like but early, early 80s. When were you born? <laughs> Mid 80s. Mid 80s. Sorry. I thought it was just an 80s song. I just, I didn't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's why I asked the no, question. No, do you know what? I would have probably been one or two when this song was released. Um, no, That's I don't fine. remember it being out, but I actually have seen Divinals Live. Really? Oh, yeah. that would have been amazing. Yeah, it was. Poor uh, Chrissy's no longer with us, which yeah. is so sad. It, it is really sad. An absolute Aussie icon. And um, you're from Geelong, right? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from again? Uh, Eastern suburbs, Moorle okay. Park. Never mind. <laughs> Musa B, represent. Uh, by the way, Art Simone this weekend, when I went to her booth, I got one of her headshots um, and she signed it. Reese uh, from Musa B. <laughs> we love Willie. Did she listen to the pod? Uh, I doubt it. Oh, <laughs> She's okay. got her own kick-ons happening with reviews. Yeah, so, um, which I'm loving, by the way. Yeah, very entertaining. Um, that's where the NDA spill is going, mm. <laughs> where it matters. Mm. Um, no, this lip sync, um, Andy, do you want to just tell me what you think straight up? Because you need to. I think it was a great lip sync. Like, honestly, like two different perspectives of, of the same song. But mm. I have, well, 
haven't been waiting long, but I was waiting <laughs> for Queen Kong to do that role because I've seen her do that on stage, not live, but just in like videos or whatever. Mm. And it's fucking amazing. Like even on a longer stage, it's even cooler because she like pretty much just like catapults across the whole stage right, spins. and does that spin. Um, so I was really glad she did it. And I think she knew Aubrey was doing well because she might've saved that for That's a later That's why she pulled it out of the bag. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I think Aubrey did was really good as well. Like she was, you know, like acting the song um, and, uh, Kong was giving like feeling, emotion, movement. I think they both did. It could have gone either way. You know, that seems to be a very common opinion. Yeah. Um, and I think it's very understandable. Um, I disagree. Oh, really? I think it was very, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. You think Aubrey should have won? Aubrey absolutely won. Mm. I'm sorry. I I just think for me, again, personally speaking, when it comes to, because again, I've been thinking about when, if this were a lip sync on Drag Race, what would I want to see? Aubrey gave that. Um, I would have liked a little more, like I'm even in the, in the bridge when she goes, Ooh, I would have loved a moment where like they go cross-eyed because they're just touching themselves so I, hard. And that's what Aubrey was doing. She was like flicking the beans so hard. I and, love that. And, and yeah, what pulling she out gave props, the, the phone. Uh, yeah. It was um, cool. Uh, and when I think about you, like it's, the way she she did it, she was giving. I wouldn't say she completely embodied because that song is very sexual, and she wasn't giving me super sex, but she was giving me more performance. She was giving me comedy. She was giving me a lot more than Queen Kong was giving me ninety eight percent of the time. No, I was liking Queen as well. Really, yeah, she really. I'm really sorry. Was. I really felt like any time the camera cut to her, especially when Aubrey pulled out the phone, mm. we saw it for maybe a second before it cut right back to Queen just moving her arms up and down. But it was beautiful to watch. Was it? It to me, it looked like a toddler in a living room watching Strictly Ballroom. Oh man! Like I'm so, like like just doing no, moves. No, no, I thought it was. I thought it was awesome. It, I w- I could watch Queen Kong perform all day. I just with the arm movement. I'm sorry. Like, like what? What is that? Uh, great acrobatics, but that's not. I need more to a lip sync than acrobatics. That's, you know what I mean? That's you. That's not me. Oh, for fuck! No, because I don't think it was just acrobatics. I think. I think even if she hadn't have done that, it could have been a winning lip sync if it wasn't against Aubrey because Aubrey was really feeling it as well. She was. I think it was the, that spin that put her maybe over the edge. That's what I'm saying. I don't, if you can pull out a party trick, like doing a death drop or something for me, especially at this point in drag race, it's not like, Oh my God, look at what this incredible entertainer can do. It's yeah. And uh, but it wasn't just that. Like she was commanding the stage. How she was moving her arms up and down. She wasn't. She was. Uh, I don't know. She was. She was feeling it, and I was feeling it. Obviously, I know I'm in the minority here because everyone absolutely loved for what Queen was doing. Again, I actually haven't seen a whole lot of her performing on stage. I know everyone talks. Her, she's like known for being such an incredible stage performer. Reese Nicholson was even talking about it. If that's the, if that's it, then. I guess I'm the crazy one. You'll, you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll see as it goes right. on. If she no, has to lip sync again, hopefully to, she doesn't. But she's. I mean, she incredible. probably will because they know she's a good lip syncer. So <laughs> they probably will make her lip sync again. Probably top four when it's like super hard to to figure stuff out. They'll probably make her do it again. But um, I'm sorry, I I, need, I do want to see more. I do want to see more. Which is, I think, fair. Everyone's saying that about her performance and challenges. Why can't I say that about a lip sync? All right. Okay. That's not, I mean, I'm sorry. Right. I get very defensive when I know I'm in the minority. <laughs> because minority lives matter. Okay. No, I feel like it could have gone either way. Um, 
I don't know. They both have so much more to give. So I honestly kind of for a moment, I was like, can she just save them both? I know. Yeah. Can she? We can do a top four again, can't we? I mean, yeah. From what I heard, from what I've heard, that's not going to be happening. I mean, second episode, saving two people with like stand original series budget is probably (laughs) not really viable. (laughs) But um, yeah, they were both really strong queens. And honestly, like, yeah, I'm disappointed. Yeah. That's why I'm glad they are using the songs that I want. <laughs> yeah. As you said, we're two for two. Um, I'm still holding out for Voodoo Child by the Rogue Traders. Yeah. I, I'm down with that. If, if they do that and it's a shit lip sync, I'm a, I might actually have to hurt someone at the production company because I will never, after what they did to Untouched last year. I want to hear something newer though. Like I'd love to hear like Vera Blue. I think that'd be cool. Oh, that would it's be got cool. A song Lady Powers, which oh girl, Lady Powers, drag queens. Oh no, no, I just, uh, no. Sorry, I just, I just realized when you said we want to see something new, I was like, <gasps> Rue's gonna make them do Dance Monkey, isn't he? Oh no, I don't know. I don't know if Rue can afford Dance Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of the most streamed songs in Spotify's history. Yeah, it Crazy. literally, it literally is. I think it might be like number two. It's like in the billions. <laughs> This is why they come for me, for the stats. It could be number two. It could be number three. <laughs> What's number one? Is it? It's no, up, it's what up is, there. What is? Like Drake or something? I don't remember. Something <laughs> something slide? I, I'm I pretty know. sure Dance Monkey is like maybe the highest by a female artist. Oh, absolutely. I, I don't doubt that because the world is misogynistic and hate women. Um, let me just quickly uh, Google it because I'm actually keen. Oh, for the love of God, the most streamed fucking song on Spotify is fucking Shape of You. Oh, of course. Can, can Ed Sheeran stop having a chokehold on the world? How dare he? Do you know what, though? Yes. I don't hate that song. Oh, God. <laughs> I would never play it. <laughs> I would never play it at a gig. I'd be, like, it's there like, is a sickening remix I heard once. <laughs> it'd be like playing Pink. Like, I would just be cancelled for life. But um, <gasps> I don't hate Bath, that song. Bathsheba's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Pop Chops is cancelled. <laughs> Keep your fucking money. Get that fire exit door. I'm out. Um. Number two is Blinding Lights by The weekend, and number three is Dance Monkey. Okay, so it is the highest by a female artist. It is. Let it be known. Also, the only one in the top 10 by a solo female artist. The only other song in the top 10 is at number nine, Senorita by Shawn Mendes and Camilla Cabello. Ooh, Charlie XCX getting those coin. Did she write that? That coin, yeah. Fuck me. Then she is getting coin because how many streams is that? 2.1 billion. Yep. Fuck, that is probably what? 200 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> wow, she nailed it. Fuck. <laughs> She's fat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoops. Hey, uh, I'm just spitting facts is what I'm doing. Look, I think we can all agree pop music is elite. But also, um, Pop Chops is elite. I think everyone should go see their show on, what was it? The 3rd of September and the 9th of September. There you go. And above all else. Remember Drag Race? <laughs> Drag Race. Um, I got to say, declaratively, wasn't a fan of this episode, wasn't a fan of the result of Aubrey Have being told to sashay away. No, I wasn't either. But actually, I didn't hate this episode. Really? Yeah. I think it's, I, I clearly had so much angst about the whole drama and lip sync that I'm clearly, uh, well, and you know what? Again, you know what? What? I, I'm going through a sleep disorder, so maybe that has clouded my judgment on. <laughs> I think so. Ah. I think you oh, were well, watching a things. fucking TV show. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Speaking I think you of- might have fallen asleep because <laughs> that lip sync was fire. <laughs> I'm not narcoleptic. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jinx Monsoon. Oh, <laughs> shout out Jinx. Is she not still narcoleptic, by the way? I have no idea. Neither. All What's I know it? is that Monet made a joke about it and said, during your show is when I found out I had narcoleptic too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Look, Andy, I really don't like this result. I think Aubrey Have is fantastic and has such great... Uh, it's such a great thing to offer. Do you know what I love, drag? A, I love about um, when she left? Yeah. Um, how she said something along the lines of like, you know what, I'm going to do, go out in the world and just get every single opportunity I can get. And I'm just like, fuck yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is exactly the attitude you need to have. Yes, because they do not define you, you define you. Exactly. You hear that everyone? We're just full of inspirational fucking quotes today. Inspiration. I, I need everyone... <laughs> To do the most important thing in the world right now, we ev- I give you homework every week, and this week it's uh, buy tickets to Pop Chops. Buy tickets to Pop Chops, which is available on what website exactly? Um, it's linked on my Instagram or on the official Pop Chops Instagram, which is at Pop Chops HQ. Who needs websites these days? We have Instagram. Yeah, um, all <laughs> linked in the bio. All linked in the bio. You know where to go for all things Pop Chops. That's going to be an incredible gig. Uh, and also anything else people should know of what's coming up in the future? Anything you want to plug? Me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, the other. <laughs> yeah, our friend um, at the end of the table here. No, I just want to um, tell people in the meme that has come out um, of Aubrey Hay writing on the mirror, stay fag. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. Stay fag, everyone. Stay fag. <laughs> and while, and you know, the best way to stay fag, subscribing to Not Another Dry Race <laughs> podcast. I think we all know that at this point. Uh, wherever you are listening to this, you just need to hit subscribe so you get new episodes delivered to wherever it is that you do listen to podcasts every single week. I do promise from now on, we will try to do them on Mondays. Again, it's just that, you know, life craziness at the moment. Um, and you know what? I have one. Can you believe it? Podcast hosts have lives too. I can't. Lives matter. <laughs> Um, and you know what else? I'll say it again. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Not Another Drag Race Pod. It's such a fun vibe over there, and you get to join us for more than just these little outbursts once a week of noise in your ears. You get to enjoy all the fun things that the internet provide, which are memes. They're just <laughs> the greatest, and of course, plenty of drag race updates and updates from the pod. But I also really need to ask everyone to please, if you have been enjoying Not Another Drag Race podcast, to please go and give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a star rating on Spotify if you listen there. It really helps out the pod. Uh, Thank you very much to one of our listeners who gave us a five-star rating last week. Uh, I'm absolutely going to pronounce this wrong because it's one word. Uh, Leanna Mix. I'm going to go with that. Leanna Mix. You are so Little Mix. Leanne from Little Mix. <gasps> Oh my god, that's probably her mistress. No, no. Oh my god. Leanne, I love you. Um <laughs> please, please get please get Jade to listen to all of her. Jade Thorwall Appreciation <laughs> Society. Um no, uh Leanna Mix, uh, thank you for this amazing five-star rating. She said, My favorite review pod, Reese, I love your honest reviews that we rarely get anywhere else. Mm, thank you. Uh, I always look forward to hearing what you have to say, and your passion for the art of drag really shines through. Thank you for the wonderful queer guests you have on each week you're doing amazing with the pod and your hard work is recognized and appreciated thank you so much liana mix that is so incredibly sweet uh if you do give us a five-star rating i of course will read it out on the podcast and share the love i really do appreciate the love for the pod it is it is a lot of work when it's (laughs) it's not your career who knows maybe one day it will be let's let's all work to a brighter future shall we (laughs) stay tuned everyone we've got plenty more things to come down under continues and 
other exciting things as well. Oh, God, I hate that. I'm, I'm not going to say Secret Project again. I can't. What a horrible way to end this episode. Is, is there anything you want to say again? Maybe stay fag just to make it extra <laughs> clear. Stay fag, people. Oh, actually, I do want to say one thing. If we're oh, to this podcast, that, that should definitely be merch because I need ah. that on a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Stay fag. And just the look on her, she looks so beautiful in the shot as well with like the yes. bug eyelashes and the, yeah. It, I need merch with Stay Fag on it, please. <laughs> oh my God, literally written in lipstick. Please. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I live. Trinity the Tug, I, I live. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Annie from Pop Chops for being here with me today. Thank you for having me again. It's always a fun time. It is always a fun time with you. I love talking drag race with you. And can you believe it? Two cis white gay boys can talk about drag race and it's not a big deal, Willem. So please join us more uh, as the years go on. A year. As the years Jesus. go on. God, how far in the future are we going? Oh God, I don't know. How far in the future do you want to go? This is really, <laughs> <laughs> I need to ask that of all friends of the pod. When, you, when are you sick of this? Uh, but as I said, stay tuned everyone. This is going to be a fun time and... I'll see you at Pop Chops. Love you, mean it. Bye. Bye. Bye.